0: Hello and welcome to this week's Skeptical Reporter. My name is Miruna from the Skeptics in Romania podcast and I am bringing you news on science and skepticism from around the world. We begin this edition of the Skeptical Reporter with announcements. The Committee for Skeptical Inquiry is organizing a conference in the US from the 25th to the 28th of October. The CSI Con will take place in Nashville, Tennessee and skeptics everywhere are invited to listen to such great speakers as Evan Bernstein, co-host of the Skeptics' Guide to the Universe, Elizabeth Cornwell, the executive director of the Richard Dawkins Foundation for Reason and Science in the US, Harriet Hall, the SkepDoc, Lawrence Krauss, theoretical physicist and promoter of science, P. Z. Meyer, the author of the science blog Ferringula, Stephen Novella, editor of the blog Science Based Medicine and many more. So if you are able, do not hesitate to take part in this great event. (laughs) Also, the Romanian Secular Humanist Association will be organizing its first Rationalist Conference in Predal. The Romanian Conference will be organized from the 17th to the 19th of August and two of the members of the Skeptics in Romania group will be participating. So if you too wish to attend this event, don't hesitate to contact the Romanian Secular Humanist Association for more details. And now for some skeptical news. Las Vegas magicians and skeptics Penn and Teller are getting a star on Hollywood's Walk of Fame. Penn and Teller, showmen and television personalities, are longtime supporters of the James Randi Educational Foundation and will be appearing at this year's Amazing Meeting as keynote speakers. Their Showtime Network television show Bullshit is well known and takes a skeptical look at psychics, religion, the pseudoscientific, conspiracy theories and the paranormal. It has featured critical segments on gun control, astrology, feng shui, environmental issues, PITA, weight loss, the Americans with Disabilities Act and the War on Drugs. (laughs) Primary schools in Beijing will introduce traditional Chinese medicine cultural classes next semester, Beijing Time News reported. A textbook on traditional Chinese medicine, or TCM, has been published by the Beijing TCM Administration and Beijing Municipal Commission of Education to boost TCM culture classes in schools. The book will cover TCM legends and stories that are easy to comprehend for school children. The classes, however, will not be compulsory and there will be no tests for TCM in order to encourage carrying forward traditional culture in schools. A compilation of traditional Chinese medicine textbooks for secondary schools is also underway and may be finished by next year. An Orlando broker took $1 million in a Ponzi scheme and stole more than 400,000 of it through his appropriately named White Elephant Trading Company. He didn't tell his victims that his trading strategies were based on lunar cycles and the gravitational pull between Earth and the Moon, the SEC claims in federal court. The SEC sued Gurudeo Badi Persaw in Orlando Federal Court. It claims he began his scheme no later than July 2007, the month after he founded White Elephant, and that by November that year, it had devolved into a Ponzi scheme. Persaw, 47, raised more than $1 million from investors through his fraudulent scheme and promised to pay investors 6% to 18% annual returns, the SEC says in its complaint. He made numerous misrepresentations and omissions to investors. In a statement announcing the lawsuit, the SEC's Miami regional director, said. When Persaud blatantly lied to investors and hid their losses through a Ponzi scheme, he should have known that an SEC enforcement action was in the stars. (laughs) The complete writings of Carl Sagan documenting his energetic career as an astronomer, author, unrivaled popularizer of science and TV star are being currently held in the Madison building of the Library of Congress, but they have found a buyer. The papers contain everything from childhood report cards to college term papers to eloquent letters written just before his untimely death in 1996 at the age of 62 and files labeled FC for Fisher ceramics, Sagan's code name for letters from crackpots. They will be acquired by the Library of Congress that had been long interested in doing so with the help of Family Guy creator Seth MacFarlane. Until now, Sagan's widow, Andreanne had preserved the works. Astrophysicist Neil deGrasse Tyson introduced McFarlane to Drianne when Tyson and Drianne were developing a remake of the enormously popular 1980s PBS series Cosmos that made Sagan famous. In the process of backing the new Cosmos, McFarlane provided an undisclosed sum of money to the Library of Congress to buy the archive from (laughs) Drianne. And now let's look at some news in science. Three Chinese astronauts returned to Earth Thursday after 13 days in space on a historic mission that made their country only the third nation ever to successfully dock a manned spacecraft to another in orbit. China's Shenzhou 9 space capsule landed in Inner Mongolia, an autonomous region of the People's Republic of China. To prepare for their journey home, the space crew, which included China's first female astronaut, Liu Yang, separated the Shenzhou 9 capsule from its target, the Tiangong-1 prototype space module. Their landing was broadcast live on China's state-run CCTV television network, showing the capsule streaking through the atmosphere like a meteor, deploying its main parachute, then making the final landing and rolling over on its side in a rough touchdown. We fulfilled the first manned manual docking, mission commander Jing Haipeng told CCTV reporters after exiting the Shenzhou 9 capsule. The best evidence yet for a liquid ocean buried under the surface of Saturn's moon Titan has been found, scientists report. New observations show that Titan warps during the gravitational tide it experiences, suggesting an ocean sloshes under its outer shell. This ocean has long been theorized, but never confirmed. Titan is the biggest of more than 60 known moons orbiting Saturn, and is larger than the planet Mercury. Scientists have long suspected that an ocean might lurk under Titan's surface, as well as Jupiter's moons Ganymede, Callisto, and Europa. Now, the way Titan flexes under Saturn's gravity suggests the moon is indeed home to a vast underground ocean of either water or a water-ammonia mix. Liquid water elsewhere in the solar system is one of the main goals of planetary exploration for NASA, said study lead author Luciano Ies, a planetary geodesist at Università La Sapienza in Rome. To get a glimpse into Titan's mysterious interior, scientists relied on NASA's Cassini spacecraft, which has orbited Saturn since 2004. (laughs) An anti-nicotine vaccine could give smokers a leg up on quitting, new research suggests. The study on mice indicates that the vaccine can deliver a gene that stops nicotine before it reaches the brain, protecting the mice from the nicotine high for their entire lives with just one dose. Nicotine is a highly addictive drug found in cigarettes and other tobacco products which also cause cancer. Smoking rates are falling every year, but about 20% of adults still smoke despite high taxes and disturbing warning labels. If you give nicotine to a mouse, they chill out like humans, they run around less and their blood pressure drops and heart rate drops. With the vaccine, giving them nicotine is like giving them water. The vaccine stops nicotine from reaching the brain, explained study researcher Ronald Crystal of Whale-Cornell Medical College in New York. A new system allows paralyzed people to communicate by mentally selecting letters in the English alphabet. People trained to use the system think certain thoughts for each letter, which causes blood to flow to the brain in characteristic patterns. A functional magnetic resonance imaging fMRI scanner then captures and interprets what's happening in the user's brains. Right now, the system is still in its proof-of-concept stage, but it's a promising addition to research on letting people with so-called locked-in syndrome out again. One reason the system isn't ready for widespread use yet is that it's a little cumbersome to use. People can't simply think of the letters they want while they're in the fMRI scanner. They have to produce unique enough thought patterns for the fMRI to recognize. The system's creators, a team of neuroscientists in the Netherlands and Germany, tested the system successfully in six healthy adults. The scanner accurately captured the letters people wanted 82% of the time. Even when the scanner was inaccurate, researchers could often tell what people meant anyway. (laughs) And now, in local news from Romania, we learn that the team that was behind the launch of the first Romanian satellite into orbit, Goliath, has officially announced the end of the mission after four months. Unfortunately, the mission was not a success, as the team only managed to contact the satellite once, in February. They gathered less than 0.4% of the estimated volume of data and were unable to get images from the main camera attached to the satellite. But Goliath was only a first attempt, as the Romanian Space Agency plans to build and launch more nanosatellites similar to Goliath. This was Miruna for The Skeptical Reporter. This show was recorded today, the 29th of June 2012. Thank you for listening.